0: Hi, and welcome to Six Questions with SEDIC. I'm your host, Cameron Carell. Today's guest is Mayor Ed Burtner. Ed was elected mayor of Winchester in November 2006 and re-elected in 2010 and 2014. Prior to his time as mayor, he served as Winchester's City Manager from July 1981 until December 2005. Join us as we chat with Mayor Burtner on how his office has pivoted to continue serving the residents of Winchester. Well, welcome. And first off, can you tell us a little background on how you got to where you are now?
1: Oh, my goodness. jolly. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm a native of Virginia. I'm a farm boy, born and raised on a farm in Augusta County, Virginia, which is in the Shenandoah Valley, Virginia. Beautiful country, beautiful territory. At the age of 17, I enlisted in the Marine Corps, 1969, Marine Corps veteran, a Vietnam veteran. I'm actually a um, chief of the rank of sergeant. I was a platoon sergeant, if you will. After that, I attended the University of Tennessee, got a bachelor's degree in political science and a master's degree in public administration. We moved to Kentucky in 1976. I worked for the Big Sandy Area Development District, I worked for the city of Harlan for a time, and I also worked for the Appalachian Regional Commission and came to Winchester in 1981 to be the city manager. And I was city manager here for 25 years. Tired in December of 05, three weeks later, I filed for the office of mayor. Spent 2006 running for mayor, first year in office as mayor was 2007. And I'm on my fourth, term, midway through my fourth term, which means that I have been mayor for 14 years in Winchester and I was city manager for 25. So about 40 years of my life, professional life, has been spent working for and with the city of Winchester and working in and about the community of Winchester and Clark County.
0: Has it been a good 40 years here?
1: I think so. I think we have enjoyed it very much. We made a, a decision. When we moved to Winchester, our boys- then were four and two and of course today they're 43 and 40 but we made the decision that we would do anything and everything we could to raise our children in one place in one town and uh, city managers are i won't call them nomads but i will say that they tend back then they tended to only stay about three years in one place before they were fired in fact when i came to winchester in 1981 i was the sixth uh, city manager that Winchester had had in 11 years. The first city manager that Winchester hired was in 1970. But we really did not want to pick our children up and take them to a new place, a new school district, a new town. There were a lot of colleagues in the profession that had to do that, and it's just not a good thing. So we were able to uh, stay long enough to do that, stay a little longer. And I have a, a very definite commitment that basically goes back to my roots, my parents, that public service is extremely important. It is not for everybody, but it is important. My philosophy is that of a servant leader. If I'm not prepared to do and perform and act and work, then I can't expect others to do so. I try to be at uh, nearly all community events. I try to help out. I try to pitch in. I've even been known a time or two to pick up dead animals, and, you know, when we have snowstorms to deal with situations on Main Street. You know, I, I don't do it in a fashion that that puts my life or limb in jeopardy. I'm not going to, you know, go into a burning building, although, you know, if, the, if situation called for it. I do what I had to do. But I do believe in public service. And I do believe that the way you define that is that you are a servant leader, that you have to be willing to do the work. I think a large part of that stems back to my time in the Marine Corps. You know, when you are a Marine and you become a non-commissioned officer of corporal or sergeant, one of the things that is hammered into your personality in your being is the, uh, a phrase, a very simple phrase, and that is that sergeants eat last. That's absolutely true. You have to be humble. You have to be willing to go to the back of the line. You have to be willing to do the work, get your hands dirty so that the people seeing that and watching what you're doing know that you appreciate the work that they do and you're prepare, prepared to do whatever is necessary to uh, bring it about
0: you've talked a lot about how you serve our community. Can you talk a little bit about how residents in the county can help support your community efforts right now?
1: Well, right now, the, the obvious way is social distancing, um, you know, masks. I'm in a, in the office here by myself, so under the governor's rules, I'm not required to mask up. But if I had somebody sitting to my right over here and they were within six feet, I would mask up. So I think the public can, uh, can wear the mask. We can social distance. We can remember that those are the kinds of important things that we need to do. Hand washing, uh, which we talk about. Uh, hand disinfectants. I've got uh, hand disinfectant over on the shelf behind me here. And I use it uh, frequently during the day so we can be good citizens. We can also, I think, adjust what would normally be vacation and travel plans. You know, uh, this may not be the year that we have to go to Florida or South Carolina or Texas or the Gulf or whatever. Fact of the matter is, we talk about it all the time from a tourism standpoint. There are a great many things to see and do in Kentucky within a day's drive. And within a day's distance so we can go to our state parks go to places that we're allowed to go to we can we can volunteer we can uh, vote uh, we can help with voting a call has been put out that we need to have volunteers for the election coming up in november we can participate in meal delivery for the seniors and other individuals we can participate in the sip program great program that several people have helped with and are helping with we do something as simple as to fill out a census form you know it's extremely important to fill out a census form over the weekend I, I try to do it every weekend but um, I've got I don't know 1600 contacts in my cell phone and uh, so I'll sit in the backyard and I'll take a letter in the alphabet and I'll go through there and I'll either call or send a text to as many people that I feel is appropriate just to say how you doing? Are you feeling okay? Are you doing okay? Because the fact of the matter is when we tell people to isolate and stay away and not shake hands, not hug, not, you know, social distance, and we tell people to stay out of public gathering places, one of the issues that is uh, depression and mental illness and people just, you know, not feeling connected. So we have to figure out ways that we can connect and at the same time, do what has been asked of us to uh, distance. There's a lot of things that residents can do and are doing, are doing. And I've been very impressed with how the public has responded. I really have. Now, not everybody is. I understand that. But the public really has stepped up, I think.
0: Have there been any specific, maybe innovative things you've seen out of the community?
1: You know, the, probably the best example is what we're doing right now. You're at a, some other place. I'm at City Hall. We're having this conversation on Zoom. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is last fall I couldn't spell Zoom, much less know what it was. This is innovating. There, uh, we are our city commission meetings. We have we have had some meetings that are under a Zoom format, but we're doing our best to have face-to-face meetings and observe the uh, limitation, observe the limitation on uh, distancing and so forth. And, you know, disinfecting and spraying and and all that sort of thing. I, I was thinking this morning, we sprayed the commission chamber so much that I'm sort of halfway expecting one day to see some bugs show up with white flags in their hands, <laughs> saying, please no more. But we have sprayed and sprayed and sprayed and disinfected. So, I, you know, in doing these Zoom meetings, I'll do anywhere from, I don't know, six to eight Zoom meetings a week. I, I can't remember the last time I submitted an, an expense voucher for mileage. Uh, because I'm not going to meetings. And and frankly, I think that's a good thing. I, I mean, we, we're having a conversation here and it's it's getting the job done. There's a lot of innovating things, one of which is the wraparound meetings that are chaired by Jen Allgaier. Another one is a meeting uh, once a week of all the mayors and judges in the Bluegrass Ad, again, on a Zoom format. And we just simply discuss issues and difficulties and problems What's going on in the in the various communities? There's a lot of innovative strategies that are at work here. Uh, people are using their head and trying to think of ways to connect and talk and get the job done, but just not doing up close and personal basis,
0: if you will. Yeah, those meetings of the the meetings of the mayors were those a weekly meeting that happened before COVID, or was that something you all started no. response? No, it's
1: on? something new. Uh, it's something that uh, started. I don't know. Several weeks ago, maybe a couple of months, and it was it was kind of a spontaneous thing. It, you know, the mayors and judges were uh, having uh, side conversations about, well, what are you doing with this? What are you doing with that? How are you handling this? I, so you know, the Bluegrass Ad said, well, let's just put together a platform, a forum where people can uh, discuss things. Now, we were having executive committee and board meetings before, but it wasn't like this so it's it's a very good thing
0: that's one of the goals of this podcast is that we're bringing people together that may not normally connect and giving advice and seeing how they're responding so that's good to see it at an even larger scale you've talked a little bit about how you all have had to pivot in the past few months how do you expect things to change over the next few months a large
1: part of that is going to determine um, is going to be determined by what happens with COVID mm-hmm. um, if we see a, a flattening if we see a, a, a reduction if we see a reduction in the number of positive cases or deaths then that will uh, determine the path if we see a, a really bad uh, outcome here Uh, then uh, it's going to probably uh, send us off in a different direction. One of the things that uh, was the byproduct of all this was that we had a very, very difficult uh, budget uh, process this last time. And we had to cut in areas that we had never had to cut before so one of the things that we're watching very carefully as the economy slowly starts to come back is what happens with our revenues and what impact that's going to have on our budget our budget year begins july 1st and ends june 30th so we are at the, in the first month of the new budget uh, the city commission is going to do a mid-year budget review if you will In December and we'll see where we are whether we need to cut more deeply or uh, whether or not we can ease up on that uh, somewhat you know at the same time we have certain projects that are very important to the community the Lincoln Street project is one it's an urban renewal redevelopment project we've got the 7th Street uh, alternate truck route project that uh, we've been working on for some time Uh, we've got things that we've been working on in the downtown area. As you well know, we are in a situation in which we've got an interim or a a part-time Main Street director. Rachel is doing a very good job with resources, but she also has a job here at City Hall. But the Main Street Winchester board is uh, trying to figure out ways where they continue to keep the foot on the pedal, so to speak. It just, we can't just keep it mashed down completely because we don't know what's going to happen economically. I think uh, one of the things that uh, we're going to continue to do is for the balance of the year, think about community events, Halloween Mania, uh, the Christmas Parade, downtown open houses. There's some discussion about a couple of other things that we're going to try to do. But I mean, basically, what we're uh, in right now, we're over halfway through the year, and we've canceled nearly everything that we normally do. We need to look at the balance of the year, but we really need to look at 2021 and try to come back hard and aggressive and really uh, get back into some of these events that the community looks forward to. The Labor Day Parade, the Daniel Boone Pioneer Festival, you know, the Beer Cheese Festival, all the things that we have been known for. We cannot, we cannot accept a defeated attitude. We can't do it. We have to be forward-thinking, forward-looking, as positive as we can possibly be. But we cannot take a defeated attitude. And uh, we have to work in the moment, but we have to think in the future. And that's something that you do all the time, but especially right now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You have to be vigilant in the moment, but you have to think in the future.
0: As someone who has had to learn a lot of new online platforms, what advice would you have for someone trying to move to more online?
1: Try, just try. You know, there, there are people that understand these platforms. Maybe uh, there are a lot of people understanding better than I do. But you just got to try. You know, you've got to make the effort and you you can't be defeated and say, well, I'm old and I can't figure that out and I'm not going to do You can't have that attitude. You've got to have an attitude that that this is where we are and this is what we have to do and we'll be fine. We'll get through it. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to look like getting from here to there. I'm not sure what there is going to look like. People have asked me that question. You know, what's the new normal going to look like? And frankly, I'm not sure, but what we're not in the new normal. This may be it. And if it is, we just simply need to not be defeated, stay positive, and keep moving ahead, in my judgment.
0: For our final question, what is inspiring or giving you hope right now?
1: I think the attitude of the the people who who want to volunteer, help, and who uh, don't want to take a defeated attitude, want to be positive, want to move ahead, want to move forward. I I think uh, we're going to have challenges in the fall, especially with our schools. That's uh, going to be tough. We can't, you know, wring our hands and back off and say, you know, woe is me. We can't do that. We have to. We we have to keep. We have to be flexible. We have to pivot. We have to understand the circumstances as they're presented to us, and we have to adjust and do the very best that we can to move ahead.
0: Well, Mayor, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate having you on and all of your wise words of wisdom.
1: I don't know about that, but I I do appreciate the opportunity and I appreciate everything that you all are doing for
0: this episode of Six Questions with Sedic was recorded virtually.